Hey, welcome to the All 49ers show. We're the All 49ers crew, Grant Cohn, Jose Sanchez. Uh, Jose isn't looking down like that. Uh, he's just having technical difficulties. For whatever reason, his uh, <laughs> his camera isn't working. I don't know what's going on. He might turn Blame it, it on off. me. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. You tell me. Can you see Jose, or does it look like he's looking into his um, chat? Let me know. Does it look like I'm like I have drunk vision right now, or what's going on? Because otherwise, I'm just gonna have to use like my stock camera or something. We'll try. We'll, we tried that because I use cam freeze. Yeah, this cam is frozen. So what you should do probably is just turn the cam off until we find another one. I don't know. But anyway, what do you think? Let's try this. Any better? <laughs> no. No, no way? Wow, dog. That's fucking crazy. People saying that you look sad. <laughs> it's always sad anytime you're waking up before 9 a.m., 8 a.m., so yeah. Just press stop cam and we'll and we'll do it like you're calling in from like from like. <laughs> All right, I'm Jose from South <laughs> Or you could use your phone. No, I'd rather use it on this thing. How do I turn off my cam? On the bottom, it says stop cam next to mute. Oh, it says hide cam, stop cam. All right, there you go. All right, boom. All right. So the topic of the show is uh, identifying the Eagles' biggest weaknesses. Let's start right there. Jose, what do you think their biggest weakness on defense is? Uh, Eagles' biggest weakness. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's definitely not that defensive front. Uh, <laughs> it's probably going to have to be – I feel like I'm copying and pasting my game plan from uh, last week, which is basically I thought they could take advantage of those linebackers. and Well, not last week I said secondary, but I also thought the, the linebackers could be taken advantage of as well. Um, but this week especially, the linebackers, like, I mean, there, there's no one of real, like – no uh, notability right on that oh you're not a big kazir white guy you're not a big tj edwards guy <laughs> yeah i'm not I'm the same thing last week right leighton vanderish yeah. but uh no vanderish looked looked better than i thought he ever did um yeah, yeah so I, I think they could be had i think they'd be had because i think pretty much they're not going to really be able to um to handle or match well with george kittle no matter how it's going to be whether it's whether it's like in the zone or especially man george kittle christian mccaffrey um maybe we see a little more cal Yuschek. Um, I was a little surprised you didn't see enough of that anyway. So I think that's something where they can attack, to them, attack them defensively. Hopefully they can find ways to get, you know, soft spots of the zone attacked because, you know, they, God forbid, they struggled last week against the Cowboys. So hopefully it's something that they could key in on and figure out a way to circumvent that pass rush while also attacking them and find those soft spots. Yeah, you know, the run game is the issue, right? Like statistically, the Eagles are not great at stopping the run. And if you watch the game against uh, the Giants a few days ago, it was interesting. I, they actually did a very good job against Saquon Barkley, except for one long run that they gave up. So Barkley's numbers look good. So it seems like with the Niners, what you got to do against Philly is you have to commit to the run because if you do, they'll give up long ones and your numbers will come out looking good at the end of the day. Right. Uh, but what's crazy about the Eagles is it feels like I mean, they know that everyone wants to attack them that way, right? Because their pass rush is great. Their corners are great. Their safeties are great. What are you going to do? Run. So they're expecting it. You know what I mean? It's, it, 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 it feels like kind of like what, what happened last week against Dallas. Uh, everyone knew the Niners didn't want to drop back and pass against that pass rush. Everyone knew the Niners wanted to run the ball. Dallas shut it down in the first half. And that's a little concerning heading into this game because you could argue that Dallas got tired in their fourth consecutive road game. Philly looks rested. Hmm. I think the only thing, uh, yeah, well, yeah, they got rested. They have, they have an extra day. I'm, I'm kind of happy no one's complaining about that, like with the Cowboys last I know, week. right? 
<laughs> yeah. But I, I think uh I think yeah, I think um I was looking at uh runs of the you know those pass rush run stop win rates that ESPN does. Uh they have the Eagles middle of the pack. I think it's 14th. So there that's a place they could probably even like look to attack them as well and maybe they'll have better success than against Dallas, but then again, you know Dallas Dallas on that same scale is ranked like around like the bottom third of the league in terms of team run stop win rate. So I mean, how, you know, you take that with a grain of salt because last week they were completely just demolishing the 49ers offensive line. I, I think it's also like a, a, a thing of toughness and expectancy. It's pretty much just like we're just gonna take away the run and force this guy Brock Purdy to beat us, and hopefully he throws throws into a mistake, which you know he almost did. He almost threw into him uh, like several mistakes that game, and you know he was pressured half the time. But I, I think it's still something that you you still got to tap into. They they probably could the Eagles probably could be had because what's better the way, especially on the road, to really gain momentum, right? And gain stranglehold of the like the atmosphere, the home crowd is by running the football and just controlling the clock and really bleeding it out. You mentioned a minute ago uh, pass rush win rate, which is a tongue twister, and you said that Dallas is up high in the league and Philly's uh, tied middle of the pack, middle of the pack. Pass rush, no. Well, pass rush, tied. Run, stop. They're right in the middle of the pack. Okay, okay. Well, what's interesting about Philly, like their pass rush is arguably better than Dallas's. I mean, they have four guys who win most of the time on the field, and like pass rush win rate is an interesting stat. Another stat that's interesting is like average distance away from the quarterback when the ball is released, and it's it that kind of shows how well a team um, collapses the pocket. And everyone on every single pass rusher on this team is like above average, you know, like really close to the quarterback. So it seems like with Purdy, you know, he's not a big guy. He's not a, he's not like freaking Trey Lance or Ben Roethlisberger, who theoretically could just make throws with bodies all around him. He kind of needs a little bit of space. He creates space by scrambling. The Niners are probably going to have to create spaces uh, for him. I know we're trying to talk about the Eagles' weaknesses on defense, but there's not that many. Not that many. <laughs> there's really not that many. So, yeah, run the ball, sure, but it's not that simple. Like, that's what we, we said it was going to be that simple last week. Uh, and the Niners ended up scoring 19 points. So if they just say, hey, we're going to run the ball and it's going to be that easy, they're going to score 20 points and lose. Mm-hmm. They got to have, like, some more creative ways of uh, of doing things here. And another thing, I guess this isn't really part of it, but, like, they, can't play, they were so damn conservative last week playing for field goals and stuff. Like, they need to really attack Philly because, frankly, they're probably not as good as Philly. If they played this game 10 times, Philly would probably win more than five times. So the Niners have to approach this like they're the underdog and they got to take it to them on the road. That's how that's got to be the mentality here. I, uh, I, I didn't come away. Well, there was some conservativeness. Yeah, for sure. There always isn't a Kyle Shannon game plan. But I, I, I don't know. I came away just watching that first half, especially watching all 22 was like they weren't necessarily like playing that conservative. They were taking chances. I was even thinking to myself, I was like, I, wrote, I think I wrote in my notes somewhere saying, Damn, they're kind of dropping back and trying to attack deep a lot with Brock Purdy, and that's one. No wonder why the guy was under pressure like half his dropbacks. It's just every time he's going, every every time literally just calling. They're actually calling deep shots. They weren't where the Cowboys were looking for everything ten yards and within the line of scrimmage. The, the everything for the 49ers was like trying to get around ten yards or deeper, and they were just covering up. And then he was just getting he was just getting pressured. Um, it felt like they were trying a little too much with, with that rather than just taking what, you know, underneath stuff. But I thought they were real conservative at the end of the first half, running the clock down on oh, themselves. No, first half, yeah, that's always – come on. No, there's no debate They didn't that. take a shot at the end of the first half. They threw a screen, and and they and they, 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 they one-hopped it, and it stopped the clock. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, that's end, the end of the first, first half. Yeah. I don't think, I'm not saying – I'm not going to use that to, hold, to judge this whole – the whole first half. It just felt to me kind of like how Kyle coached in the Super Bowl, you know. 
kind of ran the clock down yourself at the end of the first half. You weren't super aggressive in the red zone. You came away with 20 points and blamed your defense. Although, he almost cost although, the team, too. He was yelling yeah. at Purdy, but it's like, Kyle, you put him in that situation. Exactly. It's really your fault. Exactly. All right, so I, I don't think we have any more uh, weaknesses uh Philly's defense. Basically, the Niners have to run the ball, stick with it, because if they do, some big runs will pop. And it's like they have the Niners have multiple runners who can get big chunk yardage. So stick with it. Good morning, Faithful. Shout out from Sacktown. Cool. Sacktown. Faithful's from Sacktown. K-O-S-Z-G says Philly's strengths are our weaknesses. This game will come down to how well Kyle and D'Amico can call this game. Philly's strengths are like everything. How about now? Hey, uh, no, no, no. No way, no. dude. This is I nice. know. I don't understand what's going on. I'm poor says, do, uh, do you get to see practices? You just can't report on them? No, you can't see them. You can watch like warm-ups and stuff, but not practices after uh, training camp. Uh, Kyle and D'Amico have to be in their bags, period. Too many weapons on both sides of the ball, so time to see these geniuses work. Here, here. Purdy and Hurts stats last seven games equal nearly, says Joshua Bourne. I know. Great, right? Going to be a great matchup. All right, moving on. What is Philly's – hold on. Hold on. Ow, hold on, mate. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. What is Philly's biggest weakness on offense? Mm. Do they have one? Or do they have one? The running uh, game. Uh, the running, the running game. game. I would have to say it's the it's the running game in terms of because look Miles Sanders is great he's a Pro Bowl caliber eh Pro Bowl caliber would be this strong I mean he, he had a Pro Bowl caliber season and he might be dotting line around that um, and I know I know the running game is not just Miles Sanders if it's just that we we've seen how it works without Jalen Hurts he's pretty much just right. an average guy but with Jalen Hurts yeah it is explosive I think I think it's in that sense of just the actual straight up handoff running game where it's Please, for the love of God, do not keep crashing onto the running back. Just crash to Jalen Hurts. Because there were several times in that game, in that first half, that I saw from Niners-Cowboys where either Nick Bose or Samson Ebicom were trying to like get the major crack on the handoff, whether it was play action or an actual read option. And it's like, dude, I never understand why the edges are crashing on the running backs. They're going to get that one to three yard gain anyways. You crashing in is not going to help. You, miss, you crashing in and missing against the quarterback is going to be more damning. It's really going to sting and hurt you. So I, I think that's that's where it's going to be like uh, – that's kind of like where their weakness is because I think they could – the Niners aren't soft. You know, the, the Eagles don't play a power running game. Um, we saw they did they did well against the, the Cowboys running game. I, I think they could – I think they'd be had there. I think – I mean, <laughs> again, I'm not saying they're going to have massive success or anything. They're going to shut them down. But I think it's the one thing where I could see them being – if they're disciplined – which is always asking a lot because it never seems like they are against these these types of offenses who use quarterbacks on multiple runs, which, you know, Jalen Hurts runs at least like seven to nine times a game by design. Um, I think that's something that they could do is if they could take away the Miles Sanders and really just try to crash on Jalen Hurts. I don't think the, run, the Phillies run game is a weakness at all. I mean, I think their run game is really good. I, they're fifth in the league in rushing yards. They're averaging 4.6 yards per carry. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. If you take away Jalen Hurts, they're not that special, but Jalen Hurts is what makes that offense special. And yep. I think why it's a tough matchup for the Niners is the Niners have a really good defense, a great defense against a run and pass. But it's like a fast-flowing defense that wants to, like, see the ball, get the ball. And once you slow them down with the, the option and, like, assignment football, it's, it takes them out of what they want to do. I mean, from, from the D-line – to the linebackers, they want to get upfield and and chase the ball, and the, yeah. it's hard to do that against the Eagles because there's a lot of misdirection and option stuff. So, uh, and they commit to the run. I mean, they they are a run first team, and, and they they do play action stuff, RPO stuff off. It's really hard to get to Hurts because you're always on your heels. It's second and four. It's second and five. So 
I don't know. I don't think they have any weaknesses on offense, honestly. Their offensive line is great. Like, I, I feel like Jason Kelsey, Landon Dickerson, Isaac Somalo, like, Armstead, Kinlaw, Givens, you guys better be ready. This is the best interior offensive line you guys have faced, probably. Um, so there's that. Uh, they're on then, and then AJ Brown. I mean, he might be the best wide receiver they faced all year. Last time they faced AJ Brown, he destroyed them. He's bigger than Devontae Adams. He's just as fast as Devontae. He's really, 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 really good. Really good. And they have other guys too. Although so don't disrespect Devontae Adams. How dare you? He was a first team dis- all pro. AJ Brown. Although they, no, okay, yeah, you Brown, know. Man. Apple, Apple. I'm not disrespecting Adams. I'm just trying to say that Brown's on his level because I think he is. I know. Apples and oranges. They're both pretty much all pro. Both really good. We're all four receivers this year. They're going to be. Uh, Niners, yeah, the Niners are going to lose that. They're going to lose that one. Just like the loss against CD. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just. That's that's I know the running game and it's not I'm not I'm not really saying that's their weakness but I think it's like something that, I, that the Niners could create as weakness of their own because yeah. it's kind of hard for me to really like unless you really fine tooth comb it and really spend like the whole season looking at them it's like really hard like damn where is their weakness because the only time where they really looked looked stale um was when you know they didn't have Jalen Hurts or I guess you could say the season finale he comes back you know and, you know he looks up but then it's like you know I'll chalk that up to more rust and they're, they're getting back into it um. Because before Jalen Hurts went out, it's like who's stopping this team? I, I don't, I don't see it. They just play, they play so composed. They can play fast. They can play slow. They can yeah. play control the clock. Um, it, it's just tough to tell. But I think if the Niners really want to make it into a weaknesses, just try to make sure that running game is as limited as much as possible. You know, just make sure you actually don't make Miles Sanders a component of this game, which he doesn't need to be. So long as you, you know, do your job and don't try to get too, <laughs> don't get too thirsty for the running back. Keep your eye on Jalen Hurts. He's the one who who hurts you more than Miles Sanders. I mean, it, it just seems to me like there's a reason why the Eagles are basically almost undefeated with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. Their defense has like one one weakness, and their offense has none. And so they did, but they did lose one game. They lost to Washington, mm-hmm. and what happened against Washington? They turned the ball over a lot of times. Yep. And I think it was four times, and I think three of them were fumbles. Someone can correct me on that. So the thing about Philly is they don't throw picks. Hurts has six picks this year. He's not gonna. He's not going to pull a Dak Prescott, but the Niners have to strip the ball. They got to find ways to force fumbles and force turnovers because if they do that, they win. They, they I mean, maybe they'll pick off Hurts twice, and maybe that's just who the Niners are right now. But they got to they got to find ways to strip the ball from him and the ball carriers because that's how Washington won. And if you don't do that, and you don't win, if you don't win the freaking turnover battle against Philly, mm, good luck, good luck. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be tough. I mean, I, 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 I'm gonna. I probably lean. I probably lean more that the Niners are gonna get coughing up Brock Purdy than Jalen Hurts does. Right, right. Again, that's why I feel like again, if they played this this game ten times in the same circumstances in Philly, you'd have to say Philly would win most of those games. But it's a one game playoff. The Niners can find a way to to pull the upset. They absolutely can. They got the brain power. They got the talent. They got the quality control. We're trying to help. But we have to acknowledge that this is quite an undertaking. And if they, if they win, it is a massive accomplishment. It's as big as any accomplishment in franchise history that's not a Super Bowl victory, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most, it would be one of the most impressive NFC Championship victories in franchise history. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that for sure will. Especially if you're huge. <laughs> going in there with the seven. I mean, look, the fact that they went this far, it was already just a month ago where I was like, I wrote the article and I brought it up to here and saying, like, hey, what's the considered a successful season? You know, this like, oh, nothing, making nothing the NFC Championship game with Brock Purdy. 
Exactly. Nothing shorter right. than the NFC Championship game. I personally said they have to go as far as the Super Bowl because given Brock Purdy's playing, but like you're in the moment now. A rookie is never a rookie quarterback's never gone to the Super Bowl ever. So they've yeah. already you so know, get exceeded there, expectations. Like, All yeah. right, this is successful. When you lose some Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrows, no one's gonna hold that against you. Yeah. And frankly, now you got Brock Purdy on the road against a team with seventy sacks this season, not counting last week. So we're going to get to Brock Purdy's matchup in a minute. Let's take some questions. Joshua Bourne says, Purdy and Hurt stats last... Oh, we got you. I know, they're very equal. They're interesting. Ethan M says, Kyle needs to step up the screen game. Yeah, because you're going to have to get explosive plays, and you're not going to get it by dropping back and throwing downfield. Use the 49ers defensive game or uh, offensive defensive weakness against, you know, it's it's copy and paste. Do what the Chiefs did to you. Kevin Jones says, I really think the Niners have a shot. Watching, Of course they have a shot. Watching the Eagles almost lose to Dallas with Rush in week six gives me hope. It feels like Montana facing Marino in the Super Bowl. No one has the Niners winning. I was not alive in 1985, so I feel you on that. But I feel like uh, everyone's expecting a really close game. I don't think people are disrespecting the Niners here, but, I mean, they're on the road. You know, they're the two seed. Sorry. William Bonnet says, do you think Purdy would be a starter on any other team or is it this roster and Kyle? Is this an illusion? Because I don't know if Purdy could do this anywhere else. Uh, I think Purdy could extend plays anywhere. I think that's what's kind of cool about him. Yeah, they're set, the Niners are setting him up for success, but he's also making Kyle look better than he is. I think it's a symbiotic relationship. And I do think he could be doing this on other teams. That's I do. Perfect. It's a match made in heaven. You telling me if he went to Seattle and replaced, he wouldn't be better than Geno Smith? Geno Smith has zero pocket. He has negative pocket presence. On the Madden rating scale of pocket presence, he's a negative 42. Dude, I was thinking about, I was thinking, like I said, when I was watching the Bucks and Cowboys Monday night, I was thinking, boy, Tampa Bay really could use Brock Purdy right now (laughs) instead of Tom Brady. Someone who can move in the pocket is so important. All the quarterbacks who are left in the the playoffs move really well because there is no pocket. Pocket is a myth. They lied when they talked about it. This pocket doesn't exist. These offensive linemen get whooped so fast. I'm sorry. Ominous24 says, I think the Niners can beat Philly. I just don't think Kyle can. They're going to need to score more than 20 points. 19 isn't going to cut it this week. Kyle. I think, Match I up think- to watch A.J. Brown versus Lenore. Ooh. Who do you trust more right now, Lenore or Traverius Ward? Oh, probably in that matchup specifically. Uh, probably Lenore because oh. Lenore at least can is speedy enough. Ward, Ward on the, once I saw Ward on that first Ward. allowed catch – He's, I, I, you watch, you watch Lenore, him. and I'm curious at what D'Amico Ryan's does. Does he, does he tell these guys? Does he coach them how they want it, or does he give them the freedom to do that? Because if you give them the freedom to do that, which it looks like it, why is Ward playing like 13 yards off his Ty Hilton while Lenore he got like burned. matched up, you know, tight press coverage on the top? Because Lenore is confident right now, and Ward isn't. Ever since exactly. Ward gave up that 50 yard catch to uh, DK Metcalf, he's been playing like, way off. Lenore Dude, keeps like coming DK. back. It's like a killer Weatherspoon after that Julio Jones game when it's like a killer Weatherspoon is playing like high level for three, four games. Then he gets dookied on by an elite receiver and he just never trust. gets back. And it's I'm worried like, about Traverius. Don't feel bad against. Don't feel bad against losing against a top ten wide receiver. It happens. It's gonna. You happen. think the Eagles are are watching tape of Traverius the last three games and saying, "Ooh, let's stay away from him." I don't think so. I, I honestly don't, think, don't so. think they care. I'd, I'd rather stay away from Lenore. Lenore's playing. Lenore's on fire right now. I wouldn't mess with him. Two picks in the last two games. I wouldn't. He's. I wouldn't mess with him. Joshua Bourne says hard to give uh, two great. Uh, hard to give two great games in a row. Everything. Everyone's saying Philly looks great while we struggled. Don't get. We also played better comp than them. That is true. Also, the Niners have to go on the road. Tony says I hate to say it. Eagles will win this game in the trenches. Philly O line is so good. Philly D line is going to be more than what the Niners' interior offensive line can handle. 
that's a serious possibility. Kenny Kenny757 says, I'd like us to open up the game the same way Miami did on us with a 70-yard touchdown pass to Iuger Jennings. Kenny Kenny is voting for the Niners to start the game with a 70-yard touchdown pass. I think that's a good strategy. What do you think? 70-yard touchdown pass. I mean, anytime you can get a touchdown on the board, it's always good. (laughs) (laughs) Simon Phoenix says, previous matchup, defense shutdown hurts without Greenlaw and Norman and Thomas at cornerback. Lastly, Lane Johnson will be facing Bosa with an injured groin. Okay, Simon, but what else was different about that matchup? He's acting like like Eagles were the exact same team. Was A.J. Brown on that team? Was he there? And Jalen Hurts is MV is literally the 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 runner up for MVP this year. It's gonna be next to Patrick Mahomes, and you'd probably yeah. argue he gets it if he finishes the season healthy. Yeah, Joshua Wyatt says, "Do we think Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't have taken this team to the same showdown with Philly we foresaw after the CMC trade?" Hell I no. don't think he would have. Uh, no, until last week, I thought I think that would a lot. Until last week, I thought Kyle would open up the offense with Purdy. Can they win if Purdy plays like Jimmy 2.0? He doesn't play like Jimmy 2.0. There's Jimmy never would have made that throw to uh, George, George Kittle up the seam. They never would have made that throw. Rolling left, no, looking back. I mean, no. I, I don't think that I, Jimmy would have turned the ball over against Dallas. I'm not sure yeah. that Jimmy would have beaten Dallas. I don't. I don't. Especially given we've seen Jimmy in the playoffs. Come on, the Niners have an explosive passing attack, whether it connects or not. They actually, it's there. That's why I kept saying, seeing the first half, and I saw it in the second half without even actually looking at the overhead film. It's pretty much like, yeah, (laughs) at least they're trying. They're being consistent. They're trying to. They're trying to get this. They play a balanced offense. Because look, that first half, like I said, they, they. I think they pat. I think they were more passive again that first half. I think um, versus that second half where they really started turning it up. With the running game, that's could have probably because they had a lead a little bit, but still they're having success a little bit towards the end. So more balanced. Purdy's ability to escape pressure and hits and extend plays and make plays is so underrated. People act like he's Jimmy 2.0. No, 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 no. Jimmy would have. Jimmy got hurt. Jimmy got hurt because he couldn't run away from pressure. Dude, Purdy, Purdy would have escaped that that hit. He would have spun to his left. He would have made those guys miss. He does it all the time, and then he would have made a play. He does it all the time. It's it's taking this offense to a whole nother level, and it's things that Kyle can't scheme. The ability to extend the play. People just don't give him credit because he's small, and he runs a 4-8, but he's hella quick, and he makes plays. Just saying. Jose Batista says, no quarters coverage, man. A man up, no DBs 20 yards off the line. I like that. Quarters coverage got a beat in the Super Bowl. Niners Boss Talk says, what did Indy do to hold them to 16 points? Have you guys looked at the Eagles' schedule? It's pathetic. Have you looked at the Niners' schedule? It's pathetic. I hate when people say that because that's what the Cowboys try to use against the 49ers, and I thought that was stupid because it's like if you know a team's good, you know a team's good. And let's not act like the Cowboys are scrubs. They kept that up to a <laughs> 1-4 game, and if it wasn't for Dak coughing up the football twice, this is probably closer. Niner like, boss talk. What did Dallas do to hold the Niners to 19 points a few days ago? I love. There's a segment of Niner fans that are approaching this game like Philly's fraudulent. It's like, uh, if you say Philly's fraudulent, then you can say every team in the league is fraudulent and that there's no good teams in the NFL. Eventually, you got to say some team is good. I, I, Especially at let, this level of, the, of a playoffs, right? NFC title game, like there's no one who's a fraud at this point. You mean there's no way. There's no also, way. Also, if you want this Super Bowl to matter and to mean something, you can't say that every other team other than the 49ers is fraudulent. They're the only good team in the league. At some point, like, you know, uh, Rocky needed... Apollo Creed, you got to have someone who's like your match or better that you take down. Otherwise, it's a, you know, an asterisk championship. Don't make, don't put your own asterisk on this championship. Bryant 
Eccles says, many say the Niners have beat nobody this year, but let's keep it real. Who do they, see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? The Vikings, the Giants, the Texans, the Packers, this will be a test for Philly too. It sure will. It absolutely will be a test for Philly. It's not going to be a cakewalk for either team. It's going to be the best game of the year. It's going to be the best game of the year. Eddie Marcos, 916, says the only way the Niners lose is if Kyle decides to pull a Super Bowl brain fart again. He gets away from the things that work, run the ball, and use all running backs. That's the Can't only way the Niners away lose. From this. <laughs> That's the only way the Niners lose. I think turn- turnovers are going to be a big one. The Niners have been winning. Be- nope. Nope. The Niners have been winning because they've been winning the turnover margin every week. Every week. It's going to be hard to do that this week. I think Purdy would be amazing with the Eagles online. Yeah, I think he would. Uh, Tony G says, like how Eagles use their running backs. Uh, Sanders doesn't have it going. Comes in Scott. Here, in comes Scott or Gainwell. Would like the Niners to use Eli Mitch early in the game. Yeah, they got to. We're going to talk about the run game. Nah. Hold on. Sean O'Leary says, I hope, I hope. Kyle is prepared to go for it on a fourth and two at midfield and get Ayuk more involved and commit to the run. Yeah, be more aggressive. Last one, Brian Eccles says the Niners need to make sure they stay consistent and committed to the running game. That is a key to keep pressure off Purdy. All right, let's talk about it. So everyone's uh, talking about the run game. Got to do the easy. Just run the ball. Niners only easy. Well, that was the plan last week. But the Niners ran 11 times for 20-something, 27, 28 yards in the first half through 19 times. Kyle Juszczyk and the uh, vets had to go to Kyle Shanahan at halftime and said, run the damn ball, and, and not those words. Um, so how, and then they, they they got the run game on track in the second half, largely because Dallas got tired. Philly probably isn't going to get tired, and the Niners have to get this run game going immediately, Jose. So what do you think they need to do to do, <laughs> what's the adjustment they make? What do they do to get this thing rolling? <coughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Oh, and let me add something to this. Christian McCaffrey, calf contusion, not 100%. Elijah Mitchell, groin strain, not 100%. And he's, you know, been in and out of the uh, offense lineup all all year. Give me a solution. He hasn't looked good the last two games either. It wasn't until like he broke off that last fat uh-uh. run, which even then he kind of killed himself. Stepped out of bounds. That run when he stepped out of bounds. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, well, um, hold on. Yes. Can we say some things they shouldn't do? How about don't run Christian McCaffrey up the middle early in the game to set a tone? Don't do that. I why I don't know why they don't stretch it more. Where are the stretch runs? Where are the t- I mean, I feel like you have to try to like make them make them chase. I know I know like stretch runs aren't like ideal too much because there's a lot of because you're pretty much forcing your blockers, especially given the way Kyle Shannon uses his blocking scheme. He's gonna try to force all his offensive linemen to try to run and get out there. But I mean. I mean, force these DBs to tackle, force these linebackers to scrape over, try to do something to find a spark because there's been zero spark in the running game, I feel like. Um, it almost seems like, you know, it, it's not going to be a finesse because the Eagles are tough, just like the Eagles. They're a tough defense. They're, they're aggressive defense who will handle a million of your punches until the end. Um, but it's almost like the Niners could use like a bruiser back, like something like TDP or that, that should have been or a Jordan Mason. But come on, Jordan Mason, I'm not even going to talk. Jordan Mason's not going to get any, any sniff in this game. Then he's not going to trust him at all. Well, hold on. I mean, I agree, but that's a that's a mistake. He's, that guy's that guy's fresh. He's, he's good. See, so here's my thing. Here's my thing. There, he's going to overuse uh, Mitchell and McCaffrey, two guys who are not 100. percent And if those guys, if they look good early on, great, ride them. But if they don't, go to someone else. You got Debo Samuel. You got Jordan Mason. You got Ray Ray. You got three guys. You want to get to the outside? What about Ray Ray? Last time you gave him a chance, he went for what 60 yards and a touchdown. Haven't given him another chance since. Feeling like he's never going to get another chance this year. Uh, 
What about Jordan Mason? Like, the guy's been money all freaking year. What's the problem? You don't like him in pass protection? Okay. All right. Figure it out, Kyle. I, I, I don't know, man, because McCaffrey and Mitchell didn't look good enough last game. They look like they're battling through something, and it's only going to be tougher in this game, I think. I'm surprised we're not seeing more Debo runs, especially to the outside. I mean, I, I guess yeah. it's almost like he kind of abandoned it too early because he saw he saw the quick screens twice that, that got blown up, um, and a couple carries didn't really net too much of a chunk play. It's pretty much almost like if Kyle sees if Debo doesn't gain 10-plus yards on a handoff, it's kind of a failure. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, but like, I once he took it, that like, minus four yard loss, it was over for him. Yeah, it's it. like, it's yeah. like, dude, it's like that. Just that defensive line is just blowing it all up, man. They're straight taking TNT and just like destroying you guys. I just don't I feel just, like McCaffrey's getting to the edge like Mostert or uh, like Debo did last year. I don't think Debo's getting to the edge like Debo did last year. Who gets to the edge on this team? Ray Ray, freaking Ray Ray gets to the edge on this team, but they won't give him a chance. Hey, Kyle, free free advice: hand the ball off to Ray Ray. What is his yards per carry this year? Oh, I'm going to look it up. What is his freaking yards per carry this year, Kyle? Shea? This is quality control. <laughs> yards per, one, per carry. One, one. Hell yeah. 19.5. <laughs> He's had four carries. One of them went for freaking 60. Come on, Kyle, man. Quality control. Ray Ray, get him in the damn game on offense. But you know what's going to happen if he gives him that carry and it, and it nets like four yards. Everyone's going to start complaining and be like, why are you getting so cute, Kyle, and stuff like that? I mean... Uh, like, I don't think that would even be considered getting cute. It's like, hey, look, we saw something that's worked plenty of times in the regular – not plenty of times, but, you know, enough times in the regular season, and we tried it, and Man. it worked. And this is a you game need we chunk plays. Play. You need chunk plays. And I don't know how you're really going to get them throwing down the field against this D-line and these corners. Are you kidding? you got to manufacture chunk plays on the ground through yak screens. I mean, damn, Ray Ray is that guy. And you're not going to play him because what? You want to give another uh, play to f who? <laughs> I'm just saying. Mitchell? How many plays got to go to McCaffrey before you feel like, you know what? Maybe he's 75% and they're better. Like, maybe you just use McCaffrey on screens this game. And you don't mm -hmm. run him into a brick wall. That's not working. I don't know. Yes. Give him a toss to the outside. But if he has no burst, give Ray Ray a chance. <laughs> Yeah, just uh, I'd like I'd like to see at least a few more Debo Samuel carries. Didn't we say like, and I think it's not even just us. Everyone before the season, even beginning of the season, it's like don't run Debo Samuel too heavily too early in the season. And now that he's like healthy, especially fresh off an injury, like he looks healthy, he looks solid. It's like wouldn't this be the game where you really just want to like unload the clip on his usage and just ride that pony all the way down, like just figure it out, see it, because tire him out. The give give him give him more balanced running attack. The same way you do the passing attack, right? They don't also rely on one passing uh one passing receiver. It's just whoever shows up. You know, Brandon. It's a good call, man. Trayvon Dix most of the game, and it's like okay, Tra Trayvon's gonna shadow Brandon Ayuk, and he did a good job of it. George Kittle can get behind these linebackers and safeties. So George, here you go. You know, Debo's more decoy. Juwan Jennings is good. So it's like. It's not he doesn't have the same approach with his passing attack that he does with running backs because maybe because he wants to feel smarter because Christian McCaffrey of what they got for him in terms of draft hauls they gave him he's an all pro running back pretty much essentially you know we we know he's pretty much that caliber um, versus the other guys uh, it just I don't know it just, it just feels like he should be looking at more through a wide scope lens than just a telescope. Yeah, I, I it seems like with McCaffrey and Mitchell. Give them both carries early. See what you got. If they're ineffective, I wouldn't be surprised if Kyle turns to Debo and be like, Debo, you're a running back today. It's the NFC Championship game. 
if you don't go crazy, we're going to lose and, and just sort of bank on Debo having competitive greatness and rising his game and, and carrying the Niners like he did last year. I don't know if he's in shape to do it, but that's an option the Niners have is just convert Debo to running back because, frankly, he's not taking over games as a wide receiver this year. Mm-hmm. So if McCaffrey and Mitchell are hurt and ineffective, you can't be like, hey, buddy, Brock, you got no run game today, bud. You're going you're gonna to drop back. It's not going to happen. So you got to – if it ain't those two, then it's Debo. If it ain't Debo, then it's freaking Mason. You can't just concede your run game. And I feel like they Mason. almost did in the first half last week. They're like, oh, you know, Dallas kind of wants to – Dallas got five on the line. Dallas wants to take we'll, – we'll pack – like, no, don't do that. Don't freaking do that. They were don't do that. in that box like crazy. Yeah, okay, we'll find a way to freaking run. Because you know what? Philly's going to do it too. You know Philly's going to do that. Find the oh, way you want to run on us? Pass to open up the run. Yeah, we don't respect Purdy. We don't respect his arm. We don't respect. We got we got two of the best corners in the league. We're gonna stack the box. Oh, you want to run the ball? We know it. So what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna run a Christian McCaffrey into eight man boxes? Is that what you're gonna do? Or are you gonna, gonna get be- creative? Yeah, you, you know what though. As much as, as it's like it's poor, especially for the first two to three quarters as it's been, I, I think it's. I, I think it kind of still does work to a degree because you know it's like it's like it's pretty much you're taking the L downs early to hopefully make your passing game still better. And then towards the latter half of the game, you're running. But this also pertains that you hope that your defense holds up. It's but don't like- just take the L on it, though. You got Kyle Shanahan. You got the smartest coach of all time, right? Like, the, the, he's the but genius of geniuses. not every play is going to be big, right? But not, not, it doesn't have to be big, but just you have to find a way to be efficient on, on the running game. I don't want to hear any excuses. There's no excuses for Brock Purdy. He's got to find a way to be efficient in the passing game, even though he's a rookie. Kyle, man, 11 for 27 the first half, that's on you. Do better. Do better because you got to have an efficient running game the entire game against. And it doesn't matter if they got eight in the box. Figure it out. You know, go, go to RPOs. Go to go, go to play action bootlegs. There's got to be some changeups you can do to soften that box a little bit. But the, the adjustment isn't, hey, we're passing today. No, 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 no. But it's also, I think it's also maybe Kyle, and maybe he is trying to do that. Maybe he wants to do that. But then he knows his, his running block, his offense offensive line isn't like top notch to do it consistently at least to to a degree so it's almost better to make i don't want to hear excuses to lighten i don't want excuses he he thinks mike mcglinchy's good he likes mike mcglinchy he wanted jake brendel no no no, i don't want to hear that kyle you're a genius you got all the pieces you wanted you're a genius i think you can figure out how to score more than 20 points this week he needs to how how to run for more than 100 yards this week el show dl gato says the Niners have a great D. Philly has a great D. Both have great teams. I think it will come down to the QB who plays better thoughts. Probably. Um, yeah, because I think that's why I'm going to slide with the Eagles this game. by, by But the QB who plays better could be the QB who has a better run game and an easier job. I just, I don't even, I think the Eagles could be, could probably win even without a really efficient running game too because just hurts. Hertz is going to attack downfield. That's what the Niners are really susceptible at. The Cowboys didn't take advantage of that, whether because they were scared of the pass rush of the 49ers and or they didn't trust Dak's arm going deep. And I'm going to say it's probably both, especially Dak's arm, because everything was just 10 yards under, 10 yards under, 10 yards under. The Eagles Dak are going to look at what Seattle did and other teams, the Raiders, all those games, and they're going to be like, we're going to take advantage of it. Devontae Smith, A.J. Brown, Dallas Goddard, they're all capable of playing excellent 10 yards downfield. It's just, and Jalen Hurts can buy time. They got their good pass protection. Yeah, it's just really much can, which version of the 49ers offense is going to show up. Are they going to be able to tap in close to that 30-point performances that they get on the road? Good defense. This is what makes this exciting. Very exciting because this is the matchup that needs to happen. 
Uh, thoughts on Purdy being a Rookie of the Year nominee? I think he's going to win it. I just don't see how you don't give it to him. In 10 years, when you think back, who was the Rookie of the Year in 2022? You'd be like, oh, that was the Brock Purdy year. Are you kidding? It was the quarterback. No one's going to talk about undefeated. Garrett Wilson. <laughs> no one's going to talk about Garrett Wilson. I mean, it's got to be him. And that's why I kind of think Kyle's going to win Coach of the Year, too. Like, this whole Purdy story is the story of 2022. It's the story. So people who vote for these things are writers. Writers love narratives. I'm a narrative guy. I'm a writer guy. I was an English major. It's going to be Kyle for Coach of the Year. It's going to be, I mean, they're going to get a clean sweep. Doesn't mean they'll win the Super Bowl, but they're going to get hell of awards because of this shit. Just saying. They need to get Eli and Mason going early to set the tone than UCMC in the past game against those Philly linebackers. I think that's interesting. It's kind of the opposite of what they've been doing on offense recently. I like that. I yeah, like Christian McCaffrey was non-existent in the passing game last week, kind of. He was non-existent in anything last week. He's hurt. God love him for playing, and this is it's not his fault. They over we talked about it when they're during this winning streak. Hey, can you like take a little bit of load off of Christian McCaffrey? You already clinched. <laughs> and they're like, No, no. So this is what you get. Joshua Wyatt says, point I was making is the entire season comes down to a rookie and his ability to elevate the offense above the established vet on the biggest stage. I I know, right? That's what makes the the, the uh, season so good. But again, I think the Niners are better off with the rookie who can extend plays and manage the game than the vet who has, you know, who does the same thing every week. I think they're in better shape now. They are. They have a higher They are. Shanahan needs to rock out with his Brock out to win, says Handyman does what? (laughs) Well done. Comment of the day. Debo needs to put down social media and ball out, says Eddie Marcos 916. He blocked me. I don't even know what he does on social media. Not on Instagram. We don't have Instagram. Nah. Nico says the arrogant comments about Philly is more about fans trying to convince themselves than you. My only expectation is a good game. Win is a cherry on top. That seems be pretty sober and realistic. Really no, nah, because I don't see I don't see either quarterback melting down and, and turning the ball over multiple times like Dak. Well, it it's like Dak, dude. Why did you even make the trip, man? You could have saved everyone hell of time. <laughs> Let Cooper Rush play. Anthony Adams says, where has our misdirection game been? Reverses, jet sweeps, counters. Also, why don't we use two tight end sets more art? Tight ends get lost in coverage a lot. They use a two, well, they kind of had that two tight end formation when they got the, th- the throw to Kittle up the seam. Cowboys fans are complaining about it. Yeah, where is the misdirection game? It used to be a big part. Maybe it went to Miami. I don't know. McCaffrey, Calf, Mitchell, Groin, McGlinchey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this might be the other guy. Uh, Andrew says Philly is elite. We will be tested in all aspects. In my opinion, we need to uh, we need to spy on Hertz. Better defensive line play. Substitute the running back to keep him fresh. Receivers need to find more open spaces after the route. Yeah. Also, they they need to get they need to move the pocket a lot left right because he, this D line is crazy good. It's going to feast. Jason says I agree with you, Grant. Let's give other guys an opportunity instead of being so predictable. Agree. Um, last one. What's what's your Monday morning headline? I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Not to invoke thoughts of the returner that shall not be named, but it feels like this game will come down to special teams for or against. Uh, that's a good it call. It almost did last week. It, it almost did, did last you week. Yeah, Ray Ray who fumbled, coughed one up, could have gave up a touchdown on it. Luckily, the Niners defense is staunch. And then, what's his name? Turbin? Turpin? Literally almost took one to the house if he bounces out and said he lets Robbie Gold take him down. Tony G says the Eagles liability in the secondary is Josiah Scott, I believe. Who should be Kyle? Uh, who, sh- who should Kyle match him up with? We're gonna talk about that in a minute. Hold on, Tony G. Christopher says, do the Niners have any decided advantage over the Eagles? Doesn't seem so based on what all outlets are saying. So how is the spread so low? Um, because even though the Eagles have like a better this than you know, like it's close. Yeah, it's, very close. It's, it's very close. It's very close. Yeah. 
All right, moving on. Let's talk about the biggest mismatches in this game. I mean, we could talk about the, the mismatches the Niners have over Philly first, in your opinion. There might not be that many, but what do you think some mismatches the Niners have over Philly are? <coughs> um, I'd say the... I'd say they're mismatches. Man, that's really, that's really is a tough one. I'm trying to like really see where I can group it up. Um, shoot. Let's see. Offensively, defensively, that's going to be – I'd say I'd say it would be a mismatch. I'd have to go with the offense more so. It's it's a little bit of the mismatch more than the, the defense. Um, but it kind of – it's kind of not really tipped – the scale is not really tipped heavily one way or the other. In terms of the Niners being having a mismatch, it would be in terms of – how they can attack with all their array of talents because in terms of the Eagles offense versus the Niners defense, there's more depth top to bottom for the 49ers because, you know, they can attack with their backs, with Juszczyk, with Debo, with Brandon Ayuk, with George Kittle, with all, well, a huge sum of pieces. And that way they can try to hopefully figure out a way to isolate down the middle to really get rid of those linebackers. And I know, again, pass rush probably going to like destroy some of the 49ers offensive linemen. Because all uh, out of Trent Williams, that's going to be a huge mismatch against about pretty much an all-pro and Hassan Reddick, Javon Hargrave, Josh Sweat. And then you even have Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham who can step in there and help pass rush. Um, but I'd say that's be, that'd, be, that'd be something. You know, Kyle has the weapons who can really attack down the middle and isolate these guys. Same thing that the comment just said about uh, that about that uh, defensive player uh, that he could take advantage of. Uh, it's pretty much you got to do something with the linebackers. you got to figure that out to really get in there. And I think that's something you could take advantage of. Yeah. Um, they're an interesting defense. They have like this nickelback Josiah Scott, who's not good, but he didn't play last game. Like he played five snaps last game. What they do is they have a bunch of safeties. They have Chauncey Gardner Johnson. They have they have who else they got? They got um Marcus Epps, they got Reed Blankenship. And so what they can do is they can have their base defense. They'll have uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson and, and Marcus Epps uh, at safety. But then in nickel, they'll drop Chauncey Gardner-Johnson into the slot. So I, I don't necessarily know that he's good. he's really good. So, uh, you know, on passing downs, they could go slay Gardner-Johnson and Bradbury across uh, across their defense. Like, I don't know that the Niners have a matchup advantage necessarily over any of those guys. So that, I, I, this is a... <laughs> It's a really tough matchup, man. Kyle has to be coaching games, games, and really, I think that's oh my god, comes in is Kyle Shannon against Jonathan Gannon. That's where you just I just don't see how you how you pass on this team. Like the pass rush is crazy. The three the three nickels, I mean the three uh, corners can can man up. Um, Yeah, you want to go after the you want to go after the linebackers, but that's usually off play action. You know what I mean? That's usually on first or second down. Like, what do you do on third down (laughs) against this freaking team? Yeah, man. Because, uh, again, this team can get instant pressure with four guys, and they have three guys who can play press man coverage. Like, ooh, rough. <laughs> you better stay ahead of the t- – you better avoid third down as much as damn possible. You yeah. should be thinking second and four, first down, second and three, first down. Ways that you could – I don't know how, but you got to do it. A lot of run and play action to keep them on their heels because third down, man, I don't know that you can – you better have some great schemes, some great blocking, some or, or Brock Purdy just goes crazy and makes plays on his own. <laughs> it okay. could be. Yeah. I think yeah. – I think it's that yeah, it's got to be the. It's really after filtering it out. It's it's got to be the coaching that's going to be the mismatch here. It's it's just that. That's a good call. It's got to be Kyle. Versus Kyle has to. And I think that yeah, I think that's that's why this this could be such a legendary game for Kyle, a a resume game for him. If he wins this, I think a lot of people understand he was working for the first time in a long time. He won a game from like a a talent deficit. 
Uh, in this game, yeah, because they, they definitely the Eagles have more. Not a big one. Not a big one. No, 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 not a big one. Not a big one. And I think the, especially the major reason why this is this is a uh, the, the Eagles get tipped the scale to me is just is mainly because of the quarterbacks. It's because of Jalen Hurts. You know, you got one who was pretty much MVP caliber season versus the kid who is you know solid as hell. But I mean, come on, Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, but. I think that's where it really tips the scale heavily in terms of what pushes that gap. But yeah, it's definitely and, and you're on the road, right? You're on the road. Um, it's only the third road game, uh, so I think I think it's really gonna come down to the coaching because that's where the Niners have their biggest advantage is their coaching staff. All Kyle Shannon, Demigo Ryan's against because not like Nick Sirianni does anything. He's over there just clapping hands, patting butts off the sideline. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the the matchups that are not so favorable for the 49ers. Uh, how about Javon Hargrave against Spencer Burford? Hargrave's really good, and Spencer Burford, he's probably a little bit weaker than Mike McGlinchey. So um, anytime Hargrave wins that matchup, Purdy like has got to pretty much run away and throw the ball away. That's a tough one. Uh, and then you got like, Jason Kelsey and the and Philly interior O-line versus the Niners D-tackles, uh, who haven't been too stout recently. And then you got A.J. Brown versus all the Niners corners. I mean, all of them. Then you got Jalen Hurts as a scrambler versus the Niners wide nine D line that is just notorious for losing gap control. So I mean, those are those are four. And then you just look at Philly's strengths uh, or, or just the Niners' weaknesses. What are they most vulnerable to? Big, strong, powerful offensive line, scrambling quarterback, guy who takes deep shots, great interior pass rush, and uh, uh, an offense that can get in third and five or less. I mean, every single Niners' weakness is a Philly strength. That's why this is a really, really intriguing matchup. They can use if the Niners game. find a way to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, all yeah, right, really, let's yeah, move they on. They really had all three phases in terms of how to attack the Niners' defense. Um, Everything you need to do, Philly does well. Doesn't mean that they'll do it well in this game. Doesn't mean they won't turn the ball over four times like they did against Washington and lose. But this is what the Niners are going up against. It's hard. I they, Kyle can't. I picture just being this pretty much like the last week's game, except maybe you know the offense. Maybe the offense scores around the same amount of points. But I think the, that's I, a problem. But yeah, I think it's I think it's gonna be like nineteen twenty one. But I think the Eagles that's are gonna a problem. Be more, I think the Eagles are gonna be twenty four twenty eight around that, there. Yeah, I think that's kind of, sort of maybe. And if that's the yeah, so the, the thing is like Dak just lost the game. <laughs> it could have been worse. He, that that pick six at the end. Dak just came in and you know pooped the bed. I don't know that Jalen hurt. I don't. I'm not counting on either quarterback to poop the bed. This is gonna be a, a game that teams are gonna have to struggle for and tank. Because Jalen Hurts is significantly better than Dak, right? We agree. Is that pretty much clear? Uh, yes, in every way. And again, Dak lost the game with turnovers. Jalen's not going to do that. Brock's not going to do that. This is going to be a game where the Niners have to um, go on the road against maybe a better team and be aggressive. Go for it on fourth down a couple of times. Take mm -hmm. shots down the field. Like, do not play not to lose. You can't go in there and be like, you know what? We're going to score 20 and let our defense take us the rest of the way. No, absolutely not. You, you're, the attitude here has to be they got to score 28. 28. That's the goal. Score 20, maybe 30. You got to go in there with that huge just <laughs> – you got to go in there with that huge bully mentality into that game. Yep. Even, if you, even if you lose, at least you can say like, dude, we went out there and we swung punches. We might have whiffed. They might have countered. But we at least we did that versus you know especially how they compared to last year against the Rams because I mean I mean like the Niners it's funny the Niners are I wrote yesterday the Niners have their best chance to win the Super Bowl and their best team in any of their playoff runs but they're also playing the best team in any NFC Championship game you know they're better than the Packers 2019 right I would say yeah they're better than the Rams last year and they're on the road uh yeah I mean <laughs> this is gonna be the challenges of all challenges right here.
It's going to be the challenge of all challenges. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Uwe says people are all overlooking how much better Quinn is than Gannon. SF will have a better day on offense. Defensive scheme adjustments kept SF from scoring. I think Quinn's better, a little better, yeah. I think Gannon's pretty good, too. I mean, the, the oh, yeah, defense is... At all. Yeah. At all. Sean O'Leary says run and play action to soften the D, spread round the ball and get it out quickly. Another plan that's the same is the way to lose the game is is the way to lose the damn game. Be aggressive and creative and champs they shall be. Football by Limerick. I didn't read that very well, but that was good. I like that. I like that. Be creative. Andrew. Also, we cannot let Philly get big gains on special teams like we did with Dallas. Robbie Gould cannot be making last man tackles. Yeah, we'll kick the ball in the end zone then, Robbie. Domain threat says concern concerns me is that Philly is strong where we had issues. Mobile quarterback speed on the outside, strong in the middle on defense, RPO game to the edges. Yep. Yep. It's true. I see D'Amico rolling out a unique game plan. Maybe Jimmy Ward playing QB spy. Mooney versus AJ all game. Good luck. Bosa playing Rover on the D-line. I like that. Warner Clogs in the middle. Um, I, cool. I like it. D'Amico's going to have to be on his D'Amico's game. I just wonder how D'Amico's going to establish his blitz packages because we saw that one fourth down where he did that against Dak and then it just completely like he misfired like crazy and allowed Dak like a free, easy 15-yard uh, first down conversion. Yep. That's something I don't – I wonder is like, is it really going to be worth it? Because, you know, Jalen Hurts is a much better runner with the ball in his hands than Dak is. Yeah, and where are you blitzing from? Because if you're blitzing up the middle, you got the best safe, uh, center in, in football picking that one up. So and is it worth blitzing know. them, knowing that they have offensive linemen who are staunch? Is it better just to keep them, you know, playing a zone? Keep them in the pocket. Average? Keep them in the pocket. Keep them in the pocket. Put pressure on them. We just need one perfect game. That's it. Says legendary an- answers Niners. No big yeah. deal. No big deal. Everyone talks about how bad Philly beat the the Giants, but the Giants are a super trash team. Look at the Philly games. Philly almost lost because of uh, defensive teams. Um, the Giants aren't a super trash team. Daniel Jones is a good quarterback. They're like the Seahawks, Stop. except with a better quarterback. With the Giants? Daniel Jones? Come on, man. I'm taking Geno Smith over Daniel Jones. I'm disagreeing Ooh, I'm with taking Daniel Jones. All right, fair enough. I'm taking Daniel Jones. He moves better. Geno Smith doesn't move well. He's got a good arm, though. He's got a really good arm. 100% agree, but Kyle always coaches to not lose. He needs to coach to win on Sunday. That's a big one. It's going to come down to him. Eagles didn't look unbeatable versus the Bears this year. Um, did the Niners beat the Bears? I was, I was there. <laughs> I don't remember. Dude, oh, we got to go quick. Stop comparing how these we, teams face other we, teams. This is not the thing. They're both super talented. Can we stop it? It doesn't. We take- got to go. I got to end this show in like 10 minutes. Come on. Let's go quick. Uh, how did Dallas prepare Brock Purdy and the Niners for the Eagles, in your opinion, Jose? Oh, I think off top, it's the it's the game. It's the game speed that Dallas presented Brock Purdy. Like cause the Eagles are going to be fast flying, too. That's one thing. That's for sure. The toughness they can get. They're going to they're going to rush like crazy. But it's not like just doing that. You know, he's faced a rush before. It's the speed. And I think that's going to help him bar none in terms of escaping, in terms of the mental clock in his head, especially on the road. He's definitely going to need that to really just, you know, come on, let's go. It's fast. They're fast. You only got so much time. And especially for some of these players, you know, that, that's going to be super key with the ball in their hands. Yeah, he knows what it's like to feel instant pressure up the middle, on the edge, and what to do and not how to make how not to make it worse because he's going to be in that situation again this week. There's no guarantee the Niners are going to be able to run the ball well. No guarantee. He could be on him again, and he's got to be able to escape pressure, extend plays, make plays, or the Niners won't win. And even though he did that last year, last week, they only scored 19 points. So that, I mean, that's a good preparation for, for, uh, for Brock in the offense. Like, this is what it's going to look like again. And although you guys did a good job protecting the ball and making a few plays, got to make more. Got to make more. Now, they would have scored 27 last week if Dre Greenlaw would have held onto the ball, but uh, 26. <laughs> But still, the offense has to do better. And I think that's mostly on 
Kyle. I think Purdy did great. He didn't have help from the run game. He didn't have help from Kyle. He didn't have help from the offensive line. It was like, hey, bud, you're on your own. This week, it's like, Kyle, move the pocket. Roll him left. Roll him right. Do it by design. You can help him out schematically. (laughs) Seriously. Otherwise, I feel like Philly does so much schematically to help Jalen Hurts. He's never under pressure. All that RPO, zone read stuff really puts defenses on their heels. Jets key. I mean, I, I I saw them run that, you know, several times against Seattle, and then Purdy executed it nicely. Um, I'm not sure how many times he actually did it this game, this past game against Dallas, but it's gonna be, it, it's gonna be something where pretty much, yeah, they're gonna have to get out to really like fast start. I think that's something that Purdy knows more is like now it's like I just can't be scrambling out left and just like all doing the hokey pokey on these guys and expect like things are gonna do all right because <laughs> there was a couple times where it was looking very sketch on his end. So that's something hopefully he learns about knowing that this pass is going to get after you, man. You got to get that ball out. You can't be just over here thinking that you're going to just madden, <laughs> madden the NFL game on them. Uh, Niner fans getting mad. Hawks like the Giants. Niner fans now trying to talk themselves in the in the Hawks being a really signature win and the Giants being trash. Hold on. So the Giants finished the season nine eight and one. Okay. The the Seahawks finished the season nine and nine. They're the same team. They're the same team. What are you talking about? The Seahawks, the Giants were net net negative six in points this this season. Seahawks were plus six. Same freaking team. What are we talking about here? Now they're trash, but they're not great. They're obviously not that mediocre. Good. Mediocre. They're That's what mediocre looks like. Nine and nine. Kyle went all Jimmy G uh, in first quarter. Uh, Kyle went all Jimmy G in first quarter. Dallas confused him. You know what? I thought the I, I called for the Jimmy G game plan more, but I think I think more yak. Because there were a lot of routes that were going deep to try to take him off the top, and it wasn't really working. Dude, the Giants beat the Vikings, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I Niner fans are really annoying me right now. Annoying me with this. Stop. Stop trying to make the Eagles look like they're fraudulent. The Eagles and Niners are both good. Neither team is fraudulent, even though neither team's really faced anyone that great. That stuff is whack. Why are you annoying me on a, on a freaking Wednesday morning? You! DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, Giants, Richie James. Uh huh. That's one position group. Saquon Barkley, Saquon Dexter Barkley Lawrence. The that the that the Seahawks do not have. Dexter Lawrence. Miss me with this. All right. Brock <laughs> Purdy's third ever road game. Going up against the number one seed. Is this? Are you concerned? I guess what we're asking is it's a it's a bigger stage, right? Pressure's higher. He's done great with his poise and his confidence so far. Are you uh, expecting that to change in Philly? Yeah, you know what? This is technically, to me, I'm considering this a second road game. I don't count the Las Vegas one because that wasn't really a journey, and that was pretty much a home game. Seattle on a short week, prime time. That was like his own. That was like his first ever real pressurized test, and then came like the playoff games. This one, I think my level of concern is is there. It's there. There's, there's a decent. There's a decent size because you know it's like you go there. You're gonna maybe feel intimidation of the Philadelphia crowd. Um, it's really only the second time you experienced it. Um, but I, I think the only reason why I'm not too concerned is because you know, you know, the, the kid has been proven to be very mentally tough. He's fearless. Whether you pressure him 50 percent of his dropbacks, whether it's a playoff game, he just knows how to handle it and ends up bouncing back. So I'm, there's no way I'm betting against him. But I'd be lying if I say, like, you know what? This could be times where, especially the game's starting to get out of hand, especially in the second half. How how does he really, like, fare? Because we've seen how he fares from a, four per, from a, from a poor start relative. 
to then a strong finish. What happens if it's like tight and like the first three quarters and then it's asking for him to be more demanding in terms of performing to the end. And that's where the real road game pressure feels comes in. Uh, yeah. Um, I think one thing with is interesting with Purdy. He's doing great. He's never been in a situation where the Niners have fallen behind by a couple of scores. And Kyle Shanahan felt like, man, we need to abandon our, our game plan and catch up. That could happen in this game. Now, the Niners are built for that not to happen. But what happens if he's in that situation and they're down 14 nothing early uh, and he has to drop back and throw against the defense that knows he has to drop back and throw and has those corners with those pass rushers? That's, I mean... If he struggles against that, everyone struggles against that. Like uh, people in the in the chat are really pissing me off right now, and uh, they're they're really saying that Daniel Jones sucks. I don't know, man. I thought Daniel Jones. If Daniel Jones were on the 49ers right now, he'd be putting up Brock Purdy numbers or better. Are you really telling me that Brock Purdy's a better quarterback than Daniel Jones? Is he? I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I think he's I'm bigger than telling me for he's long bi- term. He's bigger than Purdy. He's faster than Purdy. He's a stronger arm than Purdy. Like Purdy's good. He's on a way better team. I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. If, yeah, I mean, like, we saw what Daniel Jones did in Philly. I, Purdy's going to need help. If he doesn't have a run game, if he falls behind, if he's have a defense, he's going to lose. He needs help. Daniel Jones needed help. You need help against Philly. So, Brock, it's not all on Brock. All he, all he has to do is not turn the ball over, not play like a rookie, make a few plays. But at the same time, Kyle needs to join the party. Kyle needs to step up. Debo needs to step up. McCaffrey needs to step up. The stars need to step up. How about that? We're talking about Brock Purdy needs what he needs to do. McCaffrey, man, you. Everyone's saying it's the, it's the trade of the freaking century, and it has been so far. But it was they traded for McCaffrey for this game coming up and the one after. Step up. Kittle stepped up about, last week. We're talking about Bert Purdy like it's not the, so much as the weight on his shoulders, but because he does play quarterback, it's the most influential position. He can easily no, put no doubt and the eight ball like crazy. Like, fumble. but so far he's having a better. No, he could. No reason to expect it, but you know this could be the game that's more prone NFC Championship game. I mean, I'm not, again, I'm not the one that's gonna bet. I don't think he's gonna. I I, I kind of do expect him to have a a pick or two in this game, to be honest. And I think that's what gonna that's gonna do him in, especially towards the end. I, I think eventually it's gonna wane on them with that defense. Not not unless Kyle Shanahan just you know really takes it to them. It's gonna it's gonna be easy to tell early on from the first quarter how it's gonna go. Um, I just I, I don't think he's gonna play terrible. I think he's gonna be solid, and then eventually it's gonna really like taper off. I think he's going to play like he always plays, which is good. My question is, uh, who's going to step it up? I don't think Purdy needs to step up. I think McCaffrey needs to step up. I think Debo needs to step up. I think Ayuk needs to step up. Those guys. Because I think Juwan Jennings needs opportunities. We were talking about mismatches. Him. Yeah. Get him the damn ball. He could step up. I think, but frankly, though, it's the guys who are making 10 plus million dollars a year on the offense. Those I'm really are the guys. Debo, to be honest. To really Debo, where you mean, been all year? Armstead. Armstead, if you have Jalen Hurts dead to rights in the end zone, are you going to tackle him or are you going to push him and let him run? What's, what's going to happen on that one? Bosa. Bosa, you're playing well, but you've had one sack in the last four games. Are you, are you going to make it one in the last five and or are you going to step up and sack Jalen Hurts? These are the guys who need to play their best games of the year. Warner did it last week. Kittle did it last week. Who's going to do it this week of the big leaders on the team? It can't be Brock. It's not going to be Brock. Brock's going to do what he does. That's why I, that's why I look at it. I don't know. I'm with you on that. It should be Debo. Tyshawn, Raekwon, Samuel. 
the first. If you think about, if you think about Debo this time last year, you know, he was crying after the game, like after he threw his body in the line, the way he carried it. He needs to really wake up and be like, dude, I was here last year and we lost. It's time for me to turn the hell up. Like I'm expecting him like this needs to be a hundred plus total yard. He needs to go crazy in this game. He's healthy. He's healthy. He's rested. Go dumb. Go dumb. Dog. He's hyphy. You don't know that song. (laughs) Daniel Jones said, Daniel Jones mid, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care. Hey, that's fair. Thank you for the $2. But um, your mid. quarterback is Brock Purdy. So who are you talking about mid? Just saying. Brock Purdy's better. I don't, I don't see how you how you say Brock Purdy's great and turn around and say Daniel Jones is mid. Look at the teams they're on. Daniel Jones would be mid on this team. He'd be good on this team. Are you kidding? Brock is the same guy every week. He is, least of my concerns. Every time folks say wait until he has to, he checks that box. He'll be fine. He's the same dude every week. I totally agree with that. Yeah, I'm totally not saying good. it's gonna be bad, but I think there's probably gonna be like moments where it's gonna be where his usual lows, which are never even that bad, especially compared to Garoppolo. I just think the lows this week are gonna be like turned up a notch, especially towards the Well, end. he has gotten like lucky with some passes that could have gotten uh, picked. Yeah, so for sure. if that happens, it's like, you know, maybe maybe he was due. RPO tough situation. What can DC uh do to a uh, new to stop it? Um the RPOs? Well, it always seems to me that RPOs really are tough on zone defenses because you're like messing with zone defenses' eyes. Like, uh oh, like you get them jumping in the wrong place. If you play man coverage, you got a bunch of guys with their back <sighs> to the quarterback and they're not reacting to it. So I don't know. Play play more man. Easy L Sanchez says, Don't get mad, Grant. Cheer up. Here's five dollars for a coffee. Are you a coffee guy? Yeah. Thanks, Easy O. Sure that's Kyle Shannon over goofy ass Nick Sirianni all damn all damn day long. Yeah, dude, Nick Sirianni is goofy, right? I'm at, I if I if I covered him, it would be fun. He seems like he's he would really. He is, is good. He's kind of quirky. He is good. He's goofy. I don't know. He seems like he gets mad too. I mean, oh, yeah. you use other teams to critique the Niners all the time. Raiders, Seattle. It's only fair to do the same with the Eagles. Be fair, Grant. No. Wait, what? Other teams critique the 49ers. Oh, because how they played it. Oh, they played dead against this team. Like that? When I see see Niner fans get upset when I critique the 49ers. They like they hear me say, first of all, I'm quality control. I'm supposed to focus on the weaknesses. And they hear me focus on weaknesses and they think, well, Grant must think we suck. No. <laughs> no. I think you're one of the four best teams in the league. Do There's I no think debate. you're better they than are. they are? Do I think you're better than Philly? I don't know. I mean, I think most people think no. But can I think? Do I think they can beat Philly with a good game plan provided by quality control? Absolutely. Which is why I take my job so seriously. If the Niners are going to beat Philly, they're going to need my best effort. And as you can see, I'm committed to giving it every damn day, all damn day. But you know what? Kyle talks in an hour and twenty. I got to get that hell up out of here. Thanks for watching. And you know what? I haven't made my pick. You guys all think I'm picking the Eagles to win this game. I haven't made my pick yet. It's freaking Wednesday. I'll make my pick on Saturday, and I got to see how how well the 49ers listen to quality control. If if they listen closely, I just might pick the Niners to win. You don't fucking know. You don't know. <laughs> Thanks for watching, like everyone. I'm, I'm really not pissed off at you guys. I love all of you. Thanks for watching. I was just pretending for the camera. It was an act for the cameras. Eagles aren't God sent. They're beatable for show. For show. For show. Hey, show your face one more time before we before we bounce. Maybe maybe you're all good now. Nope. Oh my nope. god, I'm gonna tomahawk my laptop on my <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. Uh maybe it's StreamYard, but anyway, um thanks for watching everyone. And I'll be back tonight with Jesse. Please don't be mad at me. I was just kidding about the whole show. I didn't mean anything that I said. <laughs> Deuces.